who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can yeah, hello everyone and welcome to the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas and this is me solo tonight because it's going to be a mini show uh because eric was too tired so everybody bully him online because Eric had to work a long shift tonight at work, basically open to close. And I get it. He's tired. He's a, he's a growing boy, but doesn't, isn't going to stop us from having some fun. It's been a couple weeks since the show wanted to get one out at the very least a mini show. I'm going to do a little bit of talking this week about live wrestling and kind of what, what makes it fun, what makes it cool going to events, whether it be big WrestleMania stadium show or a house show or an independent show or a TV taping, whatever it is, uh, whatever your wrestling fandom is. And, uh, I think we all enjoy going to those live events. Although there's some things that aren't the best, uh, that sometimes I find more, it's more fun to be at home. Sometimes if you have a group of friends with you, but anyway, we'll get into that. Also at the end of the little mini show here, we'll add, uh, add on interview that I did with our old friend, Carrie, uh, squared circle guy, collar and elbow guy, whatever you want to call him. Uh, just talk. We haven't talked in a while and he went to London uh, for the money in the bank show. He's got a SummerSlam packages and he, he shared some information, which I think you guys will find interesting, mainly about uh, how WWE has changed their live events presentation uh, for, for fans, especially if you're going to buy some of these packages. So stay tuned at the end of the, at the show for that. <clears throat> you can follow us on all your favorite podcast apps and subscribe on them. Just search Positively Processing Podcast. If you if for some reason if you listen to us and, and don't subscribe, what are you doing? Just just subscribe. It'll be <laughs> all the shows will, will come to you, especially a show like ours that isn't always the most consistent uh, with their with with the content. But we get them out there. Generally, they're going to be Thursday night, Friday morning shows for everyone. It's a, for your weekend. You could find us on Twitter. I think they're X or whatever it's called now. PPW Podcast, uh, PPW underscore Podcast on Instagram. We have the Facebook group. Just search Positively Processing Podcast for daily fun memes and daily fun wrestling chatter with the group in there. Not a massive group, but enough people to make it fun. So go ahead. If you're not a member already, just search Positively Processing Podcast and ask to be added, and we'll add you. And the only real rule is just to have fun and, and be cool to each other. All right. Normally, this is the time of the start of the show. Eric's with me, and I say, Eric... What are you looking for? What are you buying? What are you? What's what's in your collection? And since he's not there, it's the only thing that we've been I've been doing here. I'm sure you guys have noticed it too. If you have targets near you, the the clearance out, the clearance time of Target as they get ready to do a toy reset before the holiday season. It's crazy. It's almost not even August yet. They're talking about starting the holiday season, but there's been a bunch of Ultimate Warrior Dingo Warriors for six bucks. Maybe some Hulk WCW Hogan, some Legends. Even I've seen some Ultimates for 15, 20% off, but I didn't grab any. My daughter had her eighth birthday party, 
last weekend and it was mainly the girls from her class but there was a couple boys and the my wife made party favors for the girls like necklaces rock necklaces you know not the rock but rock necklaces it was a rock climbing party and she my wife said what should we get these couple boys and i was like i don't know get them wrestling toys so she was at uh she's at target she grabbed a couple dingo warriors and these boys were not wrestling fans but they were super pumped to get it we wrote their names on the outside of the packaging with a paint pen so that that was fun and it popped for them um, but that's that's the big thing that I've seen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the other thing that uh, I've I've kind of started to see is I'm a little bit more at Walmart, uh, a little bit more figures and things like that. But my Walmart's still kind of crappy. Um, I've rearranged some stuff out here uh, in in the basement, kind of condensed, and everything looks a little neater for me down in the PBW studio, which is always a satisfying thing to do. Uh, I went to a giant toy show last week, and I was actually looking. The one thing I was looking for, they didn't have. I wanted the Andre the Giant Elite 100. Nobody had it. There was other Elite 100s, no Andres. Uh, I did see the Andre Ultimate, didn't pick it up. The guy wanted 50 bucks for it. Uh, just a lot of browsing, uh, cool, cool vintage stuff. One of the coolest things that I, I, if I had one space for it and two, any expendable extra income, I would have dropped the 90 bucks on the uh, Ninja Turtles shredder rock and sock and robot set it worked it's i think it's michelangelo and shredder in a rock and sock and robot style ring and it was in good shape and it worked but again no place to put it <clears throat> and 90 bucks is a little too steep for me i ended up buying an ljn hulk hogan and it's not in the best shape but i'm gonna clean them up i'm thinking about toying around the idea of maybe find some red paint and painting his knee pads so if anyone out there has ever restored an LJN and knows specifically what kind of paint I should use for color to match, please let me know in the Facebook group. If you got my number, text me, go on Twitter, DM me, let me know, because I'm going to clean up that LJN Hogan. <clears throat> I've been looking for a clean, minty, loose one. They're just so hard to find, but this one was 10 bucks. I looked at it. I'm like, it's just grimy. The paint's still pretty good on it, so I can clean it up. I've used baby wipes in the past to clean up LGNs, and that works out pretty well because it doesn't rub the uh, additional paint off. I've heard Magic Eraser works. I'm a little nervous about that, about that rubbing the paint off of the figure. So uh, I'll, I'll take a picture of a before and after for everybody. But I feel like the LGN Hogan is one that everybody needs in their collection. And just for the longest time, I didn't have it. And I've even got a little Hulk Hogan shelf in one of my detolfs there. I'm also look, I was also looking for uh, the Sergeant Slaughter was a basic one from the Build-A-Figure line uh, from a while ago, and that will fit in my WrestleMania 7 shelf on my Detolf, along with Hogan, Macho King, and Ultimate Warrior. But because originally I was going to get the Elite Slaughter, but then I realized that one's from SummerSlam, and his boots are different. And the basic one is the closest we've gotten to Sergeant Slaughter at WrestleMania 7. So if you have one, uh, let me know. I'm looking for one. Not looking to spend a bunch of money because it's a basic, but let me know if you're looking to sell a, a Sergeant Slaughter figure. Uh, other than that, we, obviously there was the big San Diego Comic-Con reveals, which is crazy. You know, check out Fully Posable for for information on that and the breakdown on that. Maybe when Eric's back next week, we'll, we'll talk about if there's anything, anything we're, we're looking for with that. There's some cool stuff, obviously, but I just don't know. I've got to be way more selective with my stuff lately. Uh, I sold the No Holds Barred comic-con set from last year because it just it doesn't fit anywhere in my collection like it just doesn't fit so had to uh, had to say goodbye to that one but i went to a good home 
and uh, sold that as had a few a few extra bucks, which was nice. Okay, I want to talk about this week uh, live wrestling shows, right? And kind of the the feeling you get when you go to the show. There's the anticipation, and obviously it changes a lot from when you were a kid to an adult. I remember my first live show was 19. I don't exactly remember the first one I vividly remember, I should say. I went to other ones, but the one I vividly remember is from 97. You know, I'm in sixth or seventh grade, probably sixth grade. And it was a house show at the all at the Rosemont Horizon. And a couple of things that I remember. One, back in the day, the WWF house shows were pretty bare bones. It was spotlight on the ring, the entryway. There's no uh, extra signs. There's no pyro no none of that stuff and even the lighting effects sometimes are pretty pretty generic at at old old house shows but just walking in there it's before you get there before the show starts right and you see the empty ring like oh my god it's that's i feel like when it's real when you see the ring right and that's that's and even this to this day as an adult that's one of the things I like, love. Like you, you walk in, you get your seat, you sit down, you look at the ring. Like, oh, cool! This is what we're we're, we're set up here. We're gonna watch some guys in, you know, have some wrestling matches. And there's there you see the ring crew, and you see the, all the people that are helping pulling cords and referees, and you see the ring announcer talking to people, and they're doing countdowns if it's at a TV or a pay per view for when we're gonna go live, and 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 that's always exciting. So that's one of the the things I liked as a kid, and I like now is the is seeing the ring, right? Um, also one of the things I like doing, I don't always buy stuff, but you walk in and you got to check the merch stand, right? You got to see what's there. And whether it's a show like WWE or AEW or impact wrestling or, or an even indie show, indie shows, you've got the individual wrestlers there with their, with their table selling their merch, but just browsing, seeing what they have and, and be as an adult now kind of scoffing at the prices of $45 for, for a t-shirt. But you're looking at it and you see the lines of kids and you see the adults and everybody there being excited to check out the merchandise stand. And, and it's, it's still kind of carnival Barker esque back for, you know, it's still got that as, as sophisticated as wrestling is trying to be and has tried to be since, the 90s almost about being mainstream just seeing that merch stand with the who's next who's next i got t-shirts here i got programs i got foam fingers it's it's still that so that's always fun um another thing that is always is always cool is it's i want to don't take this the wrong way right is the the smell of the arena Right. And I'm not talking the old oh, wrestling fans stink, like you know the, the the dumb joke that that the wrestling fans have, where they like to make fun of each other about, oh, here's your deodorant, remember to have this, and, and whatever, you know. But just the smell of like, there's beer and popcorn and like a little bit of haze because maybe they were testing pyro earlier, and just the smell. It's kind of weird, like the smell of cables. And this is more of a a bigger show, like a TV taping, right, for a show, but. Then there's a complete, not complete opposite, but a different, different type is if you go to an independent show and it smells like sweat or it's like a VFW hall. So maybe there's, it's smoking hasn't been legal a lot in most places for years now, but there's still kind of the stained of old cigarettes of the, these places before. And, and that's cool too. And you get, it's just a, it's just a vibe you get to. And I've been to other sporting events before. Every sporting event I feel like has their own smell obviously the baseball games you walk in especially with an outdoor stadium 
the grilling of the hot dogs and the beer vendors and and the concrete and maybe even the the, the plastic of the seats and all that stuff and in footballs it's colder so it's like a crisp smell when you get into the stadium and all that stuff too so it's all everything's different but i think everyone if you're listening to this you know what i'm talking about the walking in and, and just the aroma of it and that's something that even when i was a kid i remember and it's it's oddly the same now uh what's that the asmr or whatever they have those different things but i think scents and smells is something that triggers memories too so that's that's a fun part of getting to a show and uh another thing that's fun is this is before you get there right you're you're driving to it with your friends it doesn't have to be a long trip it could be a local show in town but i always i always like i still like doing this is you look along the highway or the side streets you're taking over there and you kind of glance into other cars you're like oh they've got wrestling shirts or they've got signs or some people decorate their cars you're like oh they're going to the show too that, that that's kind of cool and it's just the it's just the building of the anticipation of it and I, i'm an adult now obviously well i guess that's debatable but i can go to shows more easily now um because i i have my own car <laughs> i have access to get there but i it's sometimes you don't always want to because it is a you know like oh it's a pain i don't want to drive i don't want to get there it's kind of like when he's here, my co-host Eric, he's he's very much like I don't want to go. It's this, it's that. Uh, he's very or- ornery, ornery. Maybe that's a word about it sometimes. But it's when you do get, go and you're excited about it. It's always uh, it, it's it's the whole day you're thinking about it, right? About going to the sh- to the matches, as some people call it. Um, it's it's always fun, and I almost sometimes. I'm more excited for some of the smaller shows because I don't know what's going to happen. You go to a TV taping of a Raw, SmackDown, and a Dynamite or AEW show or an Impact show. You you know what you know what you're going to get, right? There's beats, there's commercial breaks, there's you know who the announcers are. But sometimes these indie shows, there might be one headliner, and you're like, I don't know who anybody else is, but you're you see someone, and then later they pop up on your screen on, on WWE or AEW t- national TV. So. That's always kind of the unknown is always a, a nice fun little thing when you're when you're going to a live show. Uh, this is more of a, a a big event thing. You got you got the whole weekend if you're there. They've got autograph signings, you've got merchandise stand stores, you've got uh, meet and greets with people, you've got wrestling fans around the town. That's more of a WrestleMania, maybe an AEW Double or Nothing or All In All Out weekend. Or, or maybe it's a like a SummerSlam, something like that, where it's 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 all encompassing thing. Which, as I've uh, talked to more fans and and talked to more wrestling fans over the years, I realize not not everyone's gotten a chance to do that for whatever reason. And I encourage everybody, and I've talked about this a million times. Even if you don't have any interest in the current product of WWE, you got to go to a WrestleMania weekend. There's just it's just there's at least once. There's so much going on. There's just wrestling fans everywhere. You see so much unique stuff, and you talk to so many unique people, and it's it's a fun, great time. And you've got to, it's part of the live event experience. You've got to go just once. And again, I get it. I mean, this our entire show is nostalgia and not necessarily about current wrestling or anything like that. But it's still it makes you almost feel like a kid again when you go there. You're looking around. You're seeing all these wrestlers and 
you know, they're not necessarily in the best shape, but that they used to be more and look a little different and, and all that, but they're still there, right? And you still, you still get to see them in person at stuff like WrestleCom or WWE does their signings at like the Superstore now. Like you still have that chance to meet and, and, and run into people. Also, back to the merch, lots of unique merch at that WrestleMania weekend, whether it be the Superstore or WrestleCon as a bunch of vendors or, or whatever it is. So it's, it's something you definitely got to check out. It's a bucket list if you're a wrestling fan. If you've ever been a wrestling fan, you, you've got to go to a WrestleMania weekend. When the actual live event shows start, I definitely prefer uh, either pay-per-views or house shows. Because TV tapings are cool because it's a production. You get to see promos. But a couple things to keep in mind if you've ever been there. For promos, you can't always necessarily hear them the best. You can, but it's not, it's not like it is on TV. Um, you've got to wait for commercial breaks. There's certain things are teased because they would have to move storylines along. There's no like finality to a lot of stuff. Whereas pay-per-view sometimes is the culmination of stuff. And with house shows, it's just the wrestlers are having more fun. Uh, there's, it's a little more raw, no pun intended, of, uh, of what they're doing. That's what you get with indie shows too, of course, is kind of them just having matches. You don't necessarily know the storyline. You're just there to see the athleticism. And, and see the wrestlers do their thing. Um, but as I go, to, and it's also fun when you go to these shows, you run into someone maybe you haven't seen in forever, like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, you're, I knew you in high school or I knew you in college. We haven't talked to each other in forever. We're at the, the wrestling show tonight. Oh, that's cool. And you, you have the awkward conversation in, in the concessions line. But it's just like anything else. When you run into someone, it can either be great or awkward. I'm Mr. <laughs> I used to work at a, this is unrelated, but I used to work at a, a building on like the 12th or 13th floor. And there'd be times when I'd be leaving work for the day or going on lunch. And I would look and be like, oh, I'm going to have to have an elevator ride, elevator ride with this person. I'm going to take the stairs to avoid the awkward two minutes. I'm going to be in the elevator with this person. So I get it if you don't want to see people at, at these wrestling shows, but you could still uh, potentially run into someone cool. Uh, there, there's a bunch more to talk about w- with live wrestling shows and the details of it, but this is just kind of a, a 30,000 feet view of it, right? Or 30,000 feet just talking about it, about going to live shows and, and getting the tickets and picking out your seats and, and always get an aisle seat, by the way. That's the, that's the pro tip. And ticket sites are starting to catch on to that because they're charging extra for aisle seats. So they, they, they're on to us now, but, but go to shows when you can, um, Come travel to Chicago. Come out of town. Come to, come see me at a show, and we'll meet up at a wrestling show. Uh, we've got StarCast coming up here for Labor Day weekend for AEW's All Out. And if you're not an AEW fan, keep an eye on the StarCast Twitter page for, for wrestlers. Maybe you've got some stuff you want to get signed or meet or just, like, just be in with other wrestling fans. So come on down. Come on over to the Midwest and, and hang out with Eric and myself. We'll be out there. Uh, at least one of the days, maybe a couple for that StarCast weekend. Uh, again, thanks thanks everyone for, for joining in with us on the Facebook group, on Twitter, mainly the Facebook group, though, and interactions and and just staying with us all these years as we've been doing this, this crazy, dumb podcast about nostalgic wrestling where a lot of the show is, hey, do you remember this and do you remember that? And not, not as many people are fans of that, but for the for those that are, I appreciate you guys and girls that, that check us out. Uh, we have our shows for you, and we'll continue to do this 
And if I've heard a few people over the past year or so saying, I just found you guys going back through the, the archives and listening to the old shows. So I always appreciate that. It's always fun to have someone bring something up that I completely forgot about. And it just, it brings a smile to my face. And, you know, at the very least at the end of the, you know, whenever this ends, if it does end, uh, I'll have when my kids are old enough, like here, you want to hear what dad sounded like talking about wrestling in his thirties and his forties. Here you go. Here's your show, the PPW podcast. So, uh, now, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to transition it over to the interview I did with, with Carrie, uh, take a listen to it. Enjoy. Uh, again, he talks a lot about uh, some of the VIP stuff and some of the interesting changes that, that WWE has made for fans and, Kind of gives his perspective about maybe a UK WrestleMania when John Cena was out there teasing it at Money in the Bank a few weeks ago. Uh, but make sure you you listen to it. Uh, thanks everyone for for hanging with us. Uh, again, go ahead and find us on your favorite podcast app. Hit subscribe. Uh, we'll be there for you for free shows all the time. And join the Facebook group Positive Wrestling Podcast and check out all our podcast buddies. It's a mini show, so if you want to know who they are, you go back in the, uh, and, and do a full episode. And at the end of every show, we do our, our podcast buddy shout-out. So support everybody. And if you're thinking of starting a podcast, go ahead and do it. That's what I, that's my advice to everyone. Just do it because at the very least, you get to hang out and talk with your friends or friend or maybe by yourself like I am tonight. And you get to, to ramble off some thoughts. So thanks, everyone, for, for listening. And here's the interview with Carrie. And after that, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> Okay, we are heading out to the middle of the Pacific to our good friend Carrie out in Hawaii. We're going to talk about wrestling travels and how expensive things are getting with being a wrestling fan, all the other stuff. How's it going tonight? Or this afternoon for you, how's it going? This afternoon, yeah, it's 3.20, yeah, right out here. How's it going out there today? Uh, can't complain. Nice day out, sun's out, a little bit of wind. So have you recovered from jet lag from a couple weeks ago from... What was it Money in the Bank in in England? Money in the Bank, yeah. No, that one, you know, it wasn't so bad going out there, but coming back was a pain. All right, so you went out across the across a couple oceans <laughs> to get to and, and, and a continent to get to uh, a, a pay per view event in England. Was it? It was London, right? London, yeah. So okay. I landed in London, uh, but I have friends up in the northern country, so I spent half the time up there before heading into London for Money in the Bank weekend. Okay, so you kind of doubled it up a little bit. Would you have gone if you didn't have friends, or was it, was it helping? Oh, no, I still would have gone I've been to London before for a wrestling show, so it's, it's a fun city, fun area. Yeah, all right. So what was different with a pay-per-view in Europe as opposed to a pay-per-view in the continental U.S.? The crowds are just hot. They're into everything. Since they don't get pay-per-views, they were just into everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even, I mean, I was expecting everyone to sing Nakamura's song and Seth Rollins, but I was not expecting the entire crowd to be singing the Uso songs, and they weren't either. I mean, the look on their face, especially when they came out first for SmackDown, especially, you know, Jimmy, but especially Jay, he, he was looking like, like, damn, and just kind of smiling. I couldn't believe, like, everyone's singing mm-hmm. word for word. Yeah, it was, it, there's no question right now that, whatever WWE's been doing pretty much since Royal Rumble of last year, they've pretty much been on fire with. 
their crowds and their stories and their fans and all that stuff. If you notice something, because you've been to a handful of shows this, this over the year, the past year, have you mm-hmm. noticed the crowds being more into it and that from start to finish? Do you think that's a a cause of the shows not being six hours anymore, or or is it just the product being good? A mix of both, probably more of anything, just because you know the, the crowd, like the Rumble, was into it. You know, and that was only you know three and a half, four hour show, which is typical. Wasn't mm-hmm. the six, seven hour mania. You know, same with you know SummerSlam and even Survivor Series other shows. I'd say overall product being hotter. You know, but I think also for Mania, being I think being two shorter nights versus one overly long one helps too. Yeah. Then of course the big thing happened where Cena came out and teased the crowd where London needs a WrestleMania and the crowd yeah. went went apeshit. I mean that caught us off, off surprise big time. I was you know when that 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 hit I mean that was. I mean, him and Drew, Def- and Drew McIntyre had the pops of the night. I feel like on like Twitter there was a little bit of rumors of Drew coming back, but Cena was out of nowhere. Cena's out of nowhere. I I, I knew someone was coming back at the end of that icy title match because I saw the camera, Stu the yeah. cameraman, running towards the uh, towards the ramp. So I thought, okay, someone's got to come out. But I was I was wondering, is it going to be Randy Orton? Okay, okay. That's yeah. what I kept thinking. But also, when, when Drew was here, I was like, oh shit. So what? Lo- so I think local in central time that show started like 1 p.m so that's what like eight o'clock in london the show started um, some i believe seven or eight seven i believe yeah seven if i remember correctly i could okay. be wrong but i want to say seven okay so i wonder if that'll ever happen i guess with with on peacock now wrestlemania being on there is not that big of a deal because they're not pay-per-view well, buys but i wonder if they could do it i, I think it's just more of you know it you know, it's it's more expensive to obviously, you know, take all, you know, the full set if you're going to have the entire crew and family, everything going over there. And if, you know, if you're going to make it a big weekend with access and all that stuff, can they do it? Yes. That just means they're going to charge higher prices and pass it along to us valued consumers. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I guess it's good and bad. It's bad because a lot of people from the U.S. won't probably won't make the trip. But people in Europe, you know, if you're in Germany or Italy, or it's an easier trip than it normally would have been, you know, heading over there. Oh, um, easily, yeah. Those, they can definitely draw. And there's a decent amount. I'd say probably, I met a good, I mean, this may, may not seem like a lot, but I found, met probably a good close to 40 people from the U.S. that went over to, for money in the bank. Okay, okay. So the other thing is the, we've got SummerSlam coming up, which I think you're heading to in beautiful Detroit, Michigan. You're heading there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try saying that with a straight face. It's, I'll say this about Detroit. The downtown area where the stadiums are is pretty nice. They've got restaurants. It is, and that Fox Theater is beautiful. Like, it's even better than the Chicago Theater. For sure. And and also the Ford Field is an underrated stadium. It, it's like one of the newer footballs, newer like, or the older new stadiums, if that makes sense. You know, they built it in 2006, I think. But it's still, think, it's nice. It's still pretty nice and new. Yeah, when I was there for Mania, I was impressed with how well they got everyone in quickly and every, mm-hmm. everything very orderly and well controlled. Yeah, and it's it's loud in there because the acoustics, the way they designed it, obviously for football, but... Um, so is there anything going on with SummerSlam weekend that they're doing special or anything? It's not, it's like mini WrestleMania, but anything that they're given package holders or anything? Uh, um, a SmackDown watch party. I know if you're in like the, the front row tier package, you got like a little separate VIP area. So like kind of like a mania, the wrestlers will come over and talk and hang out and actually just kind of sit down and chat with you. Whereas like others, they just go take a quick picture and move on. During SmackDown or is it? So you wouldn't be, so you'd be in like a box instead of your normal seat for for well, the show. Well, no, well, SmackDown's in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, okay, 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 makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not they're not really for the most part doing the whole like they used to with all three or four shows 
mm-hmm. in the week in the same city. Which is interesting. You think they would? It'd probably be a lot less. Maybe logistics didn't work out, but you think it'd be less expensive yeah. to do it at like you know the the basketball you, arena or something or in Auburn Hills. Would, yeah, I mean, I, you you would think I'm not, I mean, but I mean they haven't done that in a while outside of Mania. Mm-hmm. All I mean, right, not since, not since we came back from the pandemic. Right, so. This is something that I want to talk a little bit about is, is costs are going up for obviously the top tier packages are always going to be expensive because of mm-hmm. the amount given and, and you, you've got to make it expensive or everyone will just grab it. With the WrestleMania package, was this the highest it's ever been? The one that just got released for the front row and the whole deal? and uh, get- Yeah, highest it's ever been and it sold out even faster. That's crazy. And this one, Gary, and even, and even a, lot, a lot of row two, I think row two sold out faster when, when the 39 didn't even sell out. And then this year you get to like hang out with the undertaker or something like that, right? He's going to come hang out and, and talk or sim, sim, similar concept. So like what they did for LA, they had one big area. Um, the elite package, we had our own separate, like elevated area roped off. We had your own bartender and stuff and wrestlers actually come up and sit, hang out and talk. Whereas the other tiers, you know, it's almost like being at Access. You go up, you know, say hi, get a picture, and move on. Mm-hmm. So but, it's kind of the same thing. Undertaker's going to be there, but he's also going to come up to the elite section and actually sit down, hang out, and talk for several minutes, and you know, and take pictures, sign autographs, and that's kind of a big deal because he, yeah. he's not. And it's, and it's nice that they can actually advertise someone in advance because you know WWE. That's they hardly do that because they pull people so much at the last minute, the last second that you know they don't know what's going to who, who, or what, or when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so that's the Mania two day package, and it's got the hotels. Anything else? Because I know in the well, past the hotels, they've done stuff extra. like. I mean, that's even more. I, I'm not. I don't. And they overcharge the hotels. I don't even waste my time because I get the employee rate, so it's just. Yeah, you can just stay at the WrestleCon hotel or something. That's generally the place to be. It's where all the action is usually for that for that weekend. Um, with with the package too. They give you what's nice is it's guaranteed front row. Where in the past, like it was years ago, it was like you're guaranteed the first three rows. Yeah, first the, five, ten, whatever it was. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is that I think that's why it sells out faster. Is people they know they've got that guaranteed front row. Mm-hmm. Especially if that's a bucket list they've ever done, they're going to spend money on it. Now, I, I one thing that I thought was funny was the one of the perks is we will ship your chair back do they know yours is going back to hawaii when they agreed to that no, they, they, they'd actually know they've done it before for um for the rumble this year when since they added the, the press conference thing the, for the front row people we got our and actually with the champion what do they call it, champion plus it may, i mean the entire for oh just the first middle 10 or 12 yeah they knew they came but they came right by grabbed our seats took them over had our address and shipped them right out and mm-hmm. money to bank same thing and no, I like it. I mean, well, even WWE itself, when you go to the, when you've been going to the stadiums, scan the barcode it, until they up the price. It was thirty five dollars flat fee for all U.S. people, including me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, that was a steal too. With this increased price for travel package, do you think that they're trying to give extra value? Is it, you know, is is who's the Fitterman's taking over a lot of the stuff? Do you think it's like a more organized or is it kind of chaotic still? No, it is far more, so much more well organized. And respect, you know, now that on location does it far more organized. Where I mean, you're they're in constant contact with you. They even like for for LA about a month or so after we purchased, they called us and said, you know, what what are, what are things you would like to see done? Give us some ideas. Give us some suggestions. Here's a temp, here's like a bullet point of itinerary. But what else would you like to see? And they took those suggestions and added it to it. Well, that's nice. You know, and they were constantly staying in touch. And then you had representatives, you know, you know, 
constantly around you know, all the time. If you, you know, and even at some point, they were even taking drinking food orders when you're sitting at the show. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not doing that because you you're, you don't want to get up to go to the bathroom. You you you, well, you don't well, no, move. Well, well, that and not, well, not only that. Well, some people I'm so surprised, surprised they do that. But but you know, the reception was so nice for all the food and drinks. Anyway, I didn't need that. But the fact that we got to go backstage and go through Gorilla and you know and got to walk out on the stage and ramp. I mean, that was wow. For WrestleMania, right? That was like a once in a. That's like a. That's like a dream come true for most fans, just being on the mania exactly, stage, yeah. you know, pretty. Exactly. And that, you know, that, and of course, you know, you get to go down and stand in front of the ring and walk around a little bit and take pictures. That was nice, too. Okay. So they're in Philadelphia this year. And yeah. currently my job's based off of there. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to, you know, book a work trip that week so I can get my flight out there. Um, so then tax right off. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, just, you know, use my card to, uh, I'll be in the office Monday and Tuesday, and then the rest of the week I'll take PTO type of thing. I'll figure it out. Um, why not? Yeah. yeah, you know, exactly why not. Because L.A. was just too much. I don't like L.A., which is why I passed this past year. But uh, with- Yeah, I was, I, was actually, I was actually surprised and impressed with L.A. Well, that was another thing, too, with the top package. You have your own – we had our own private van take us there right to where we got mm-hmm. in line for tickets. And then when we left the stadium, it was waiting right there. We got right out, no waiting in traffic or anything. So that was a nice perk. Well, it's nice that them jacking the prices up. At least they're not blind to the fact, like, people are going to expect white glove treatment if we're charging well, them. They also, these are the same people that do, you know, the world. The, they do, you know, Super Bowl. They do all those packages, all-star game. They mm-hmm. do the, it's all the UFC. So, I mean, they've been doing this for years. And Okay. Well, that's nice. You know, they're, they're still learning. You know, they'll ask some of us regulars you know, what what fans are looking for and this and that. And, you know, they're listening because, you know, wrestling is a different ballgame. We're, we're a different breed of people, and they're still learning about us. It's always I always kind of chuckle at the stereotype of wrestling fans, like, you know, poor hillbilly, which, you know, whatever, there's that demographic, but wrestling fans love to spend money. <laughs> like, that's their favorite thing to do. You, you hang out in the Superstore for 20 minutes, you'd be like, just cha-ching, 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 watching people oh. drop money on it and stuff. Oh, God. Well, especially this Pasha Superstore, like the memorabilia and the belts and everything else just sold out faster than I've ever seen before, where shelves were actually empty. And I've never seen it like that before. I wonder if that's because a lot of people came from Europe and it's so much cheaper to buy stuff here and not pay for shipping. That could have been it, too. I think, well, that and also it's L.A., a lot of people from L.A., you know, of Europe and also like, you know, Japan and Australia yeah. come over. And also for a lot of them, it's their first time going in three years. Mm-hmm. And just stock up, you know, in a, in a brand new in a brand new stadium. So I think that helped. And, and one thing I want to ask: this is unrelated to WWE travel package stuff, but I'm sure you know about AEW doing their big stadium show at Wembley. And mm-hmm. when they announced, it, everyone's like, maybe forty thousand. And like, like you, I'm like, no, European fans are nuts. They're going to pack that place. Were you yeah. surprised that they've sold almost eighty thousand tickets already? Or were you like, no, there's wrestling fans. Of no, course, they're going to go. No, because it's a big, huge deal, and it's their first, first event. If this was their twelfth event, that might be they would still sell it out, but not so quickly. Right. But no, that they're they're hungry for this stuff. They've been locked down for a while, and they don't hardly they hardly get stuff anyway. So this mm-hmm. is a huge deal for them. For sure, for sure. Oh, Phil's down here. Phil, he's the dog. Phil the Dalmatian's down here. He's he's here to cause trouble, but everybody. Hey, he's throwing his two cents. No, in. he's here to eat things. Like, like <laughs> he's here. To, okay. He's here to find stuff on the floor and eat it. But, um, so. What with the uh, we go back really quick to the Money in the Bank show because we wouldn't talk about that a few ago and my basement had water so we couldn't. Luckily, we're all good there. Um, what what would you say was the best part of that whole experience going across the pond, going across into Europe, that whole thing? Ah, uh, well, tough choice. I mean, I would say because of, because of a flight 
layover cancellation. I had a I had a ten hour layover in LAX, which is fine. I got to go to the lounge. It's self serve liquor and self serve food. Um, got work done, but <laughs> but the lady at American Airlines felt so bad. She's like, you know, I feel bad, Sarah, but we can get you in this last seat on first class on the British Airways. Yes, please. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> yes, please. That was well, fun. You know, um, just amazing how international airlines do so much better service wise than U.S. based airlines. I, and everyone like kind of jokes on like you know Reddit and stuff. Oh, like the front row guys. It's you and you know a handful of people that generally mm-hmm. are there in those spots. Were there any? Uh, people that weren't normally in those packages because it was over in the UK that kind of jumped in, like some new faces maybe you haven't seen before, maybe you just knew through the internet or something like that. Well, I say there's probably eight, ten US people at least in the front row, if not more. Yeah. Uh, but there are others, of course, obviously local to the you know UK crowd. I'm sure that that was their first time going because they hadn't been in years, the first pay per view ever, and that's paid. Hey, they spent the extra money because hey, I'm guaranteed front row, I'll go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so definitely, some, definitely some new faces there. Well. This is a question. That, you know the the whatever it's called. I don't know what the package is called for WrestleMania this year. Like the Ultimate Superstar. Oh, uh, oh the oh they call they call it the Elites. The Elites. Now that's sold out. Second row sold out. The only thing left, I think, is the hundred level package or maybe the riser package. Third row might be available, but they they even raised that price up from when it first went on sale. Is it for you? Like if someone's listening, is like kind of kicking the tires on getting a package. Is it worth it to do? Or you want it, you say if you're not going to get the first couple rows, just just price it out yourself. I would say if you're not going to get in the first couple rows, price it out yourself. See what see what you can get on Ticketmaster, especially if they're platinums that they don't sell at first. Wait for prices to drop. Yeah, you know that's just that's just me. I mean, you know, unless you can get like a, you know, I mean, if you if you like sitting on the aisle, don't mean don't mind being back a few rows. Like you could have got maybe eighth, ninth, or tenth row on the aisle on the ramp. Yeah, and it's that might have been worth it. It's a little more work to do that but it is you will save more money you're paying for the convenience of everything just being done for you like it's just that, all done and then the add-on experiences you know that they give you and the free gifts and stuff like that well i mean the free gifts you might want maybe you want to use that money to go buy your own stuff at the, at the store too so well exactly yeah i mean some people yeah i mean i like i like what they gave us you know for mania 39 it was pretty cool so but yeah, I'm not big on merchandise anyway. No. Like, <laughs> you you have one brand of shirt you wear, and it's collar and elbow, which we always joke about because you're collar X elbow guy on Twitter, and um, they've got their clothing brand. I think as Al Snow still running that or, or is in charge of that. Is that still going on with him? Yeah, it's still going on. There's been, you know, co-ownership because oh, um, who is it? I think yeah, Luke Gallows is mm-hmm. also part of co-owner as well. Mm-hmm. They, if I remember correctly, they moved their headquarters down to San Antonio. Yeah. Well, you know they're 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 always out there and they're they're doing their their t-shirts. You can go on their website, and um, the nice thing about their stuff is it's not Fanatics brand, which is what WWE is now, which is rough because the material is garbage. And a lot well, of those Fanatics for Fanatics too. Now you're just paying more for it. Exactly. I mean, maybe if you get like an homage shirt or something with WWE, those are nice. I, that's what I'd compare. I don't yeah. give any homage um, stuff. I'd compare it to that for the collar and elbow yeah, stuff. Yeah, homage is nice, or the sporty or whatever they yeah. call them. Those nice. Um, that's another thing I was impressed. I could not believe it. So I was talking to one of the guys um, who he's been run, he's been running merchandise in the auction and the, these superstores for years, and he couldn't believe he's got upset. Like they're going to make us stay until midnight or later on on Friday and Saturday night, and you know the O2 it's an arena inside of a giant two story like mall basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were walking and, and where we're staying at, you know, there's like, you can walk through the mall and take a back tunnel into the hotel and we go under this, the stores on the second floor. I'm like, and 
there's a line of a good four or 500 people trying to get in that damn store after both shows. Well, they're hyped up. I know. And I text Jimmy. I said, oh, is he not? I was like, yeah, you see why they may just stay open, huh? He's like, yeah, I know. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> what I didn't know, and I wish he had told me, the scene of that night, the, he took the shirt, headbands, and hat, signed them, and they sold it as a set. I'm like, damn it. If you had not told me, I'd have been there and bought yeah, it. Yeah, you could have gotten the, uh, the insider track. And really quick, and I think it seems like what was formerly Access is mm-hmm. pretty much retired, and it's going to be just signings at the Superstore. Yeah, and displays the, yeah. at the superstore, which is kind of nice because you don't have to pay. If you want to go and just see memorabilia, you could just go there. It's kind of nice. Well, it's cool. Yeah, do your shopping and see memorabilia all in one, you know. And if you want to do one of the Fitterman things, you can. If not, you know, exactly. It is kind of nice that way. Yeah, you they've know? got the most wanted treasure. I mean, you're not going to get the that quote unquote free autographs you used to get, you know, with the general admission mm-hmm. stuff. But you're, you're just waiting in line anyway when you did those back in the day. So exactly. Yeah, this way. Yeah, and if you don't, if you, you know, if you're not interested, and you just want to see some memorabilia. Take 20, 30 minutes. Bam, you're good to go. You can always go to WrestleCon too, which is a the one of the big staples of WrestleMania weekend. That's always chaos. <laughs> Every year, that's oh, just a man. Yeah, I, I honestly regret going this past time. It was too much and not worth my time or money. Yeah, the the one we I ran into you in uh, Dallas was nice because it was like multiple rooms. That's what you need. You need like multiple, multiple rooms for a WrestleCon well, to work. Well, and they did that this past time with multiple levels and you know multiple levels of different talent and wrestlers and all. But it's just the way it was and organized. It's just you know I wasted and, my time and, and money honestly. And I feel like sometimes they don't take into consideration the planning. Like, hey, maybe don't put like. A, a Ric Flair and a Bret Hart right next to each other because they're going to have giant that lines. Too, that still goes on. And, like, you know, and it's like, it's like I, I went in line. I wanted to get my ticket stub signed by Lita and Trish the night they made have been in Raw. I was there for that. Yeah. I got, got there and waited and waited in line. And I was about three people ahead of me. And, like, hey, we're going to go take a break for a half hour. I'm like, I've got to go. I have a meeting I have to be in. And, like, I wasted my time and money for that. I'm like, you yeah. know, the. There's no random. Sometimes, like, there's no rhyme or reason why they're gonna get pulled for this or that or take breaks. And mm-hmm. well, with both of them kind of being back, I'm sure they'll be at a, a signing. Maybe they'll be part of the official signings. You know, we guaranteed. Okay, I'll go here and I'll get them. I don't have to worry about it. They'll be there. So. Well, exactly. Yeah. At some point, I know I'll get it. You know, somebody it's probably through a WWE Fitterman thing or something. Or maybe mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe they'll appear at one of our meet and greets. You know, yeah. that is one thing that's cool. Is that. They do bring a lot bigger stars and a lot more for like our event, our hospitality meet and greets, which is nice. You know, I was, I mean, God, I think we got like 12, 15 each night for Mania, which normally they give you like two or three. And Well, you've got a lot of planning coming up. You've got SummerSlam in a couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. which is crazy that summer is almost over. And I joked last week we were talking that summer as a kid to me, or SummerSlam is, to me as a kid meant that back to school. Which I was like, oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Back <laughs> in the day, SummerSlam, man, that was the, that was the night of the first day of school. Exactly, and then we, oh, we got to go back. So I never, as a kid, I kind of dreaded SummerSlam because that meant I had to go back to school. But and, you, and you'll miss summer. But you've got that coming up. You've got WrestleMania coming up, and yeah. and got more Survivor fun. Series coming up. Yep. locked in. And yeah, I, I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll end up heading down to the the dump that is the Allstate Arena to go to the Survivor Series. But Yeah, you'll be there. You know you will. I know, but I just wish they would go to like the... Have you ever been to the Wintrust Arena yet? Or no? Yeah, it's right. It's down. It's by McCormick Place. I, honestly, no, I haven't. I it's think, I super think nice. They're going to go... They should I just mean, go I, there. I know that'd be nice they did, but I think they're just tradition and whatever deal they have, they're going to the day we die. But it's just so dirty. <laughs> it's just the oh, worst. I know. I'm not a... You know, honestly, I'm not a fan. I, the box office staff 
bunch of assholes. Right. And like, it's just, and it's not even charming dirty. It's just gross. <laughs> I agree. No, it'd be, it'd be so much nicer. You know, I mean, yeah, but, but the, I think that's just wishful thinking, but yeah, the wind trust is nice. There, you know, between if, that and rumble being in Florida somewhere, I'm all set for that. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that where it's going to be? It's probably, uh, yeah. The, the heads up I got was as of now, that was, this is also three months ago could change, but either Miami, Tampa or, or Orlando. Okay. Okay. Well, that could change, but hey, if it was out, if, maybe, if it's outdoors in Miami, maybe I'll maybe I'll take a trip in January. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you know, well, they, you know they the baseball stadium too. Yeah, that's true. They have the retractable uh, the roof there for the where the Retract Marlins roof, play. Yeah, or even Tampa. Like you know, that's the one. That's the one time that stadium looked nice. As if Rumble's there, it's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly as a baseball field. It sure is. It sure is. So, all right, man. Well, it's good talking to you and catching up. It's been a little while, and you've been traveling a lot, and glad everything's you know working out well for you out there out in the in the middle of the Pacific. So I know you're getting all those frequent flyer miles and, you know, we'll talk maybe if, if something crazy happens at SummerSlam, who knows, maybe the, the rock will come back or something. You never know. You know, we'll, we'll... Yeah. You know maybe if, if, if what I was told true about where they're taking a country, they're taking one of their, one of their shows next year, we can talk about that. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a rumor. We'll see. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll see, man. But... Uh, not tech... nah, not a rumor. This is a high, 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 high. Okay. Okay. The only thing is they're not sure of the date. And they haven't pinned down the exact city, but they've well, nailed it down to two. All right. You can tell me as soon as we stop recording. Well, I'll do that, and I'll keep it a secret. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, again, you can follow Carrie on Twitter and all of your favorite apps. I guess Twitter's still a thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It's all kind of goofy uh, now. I, just, I use it mainly to talk to airlines when I have trouble with tickets right. and flights. Yeah. Collar, X, Elbow, WWE, or Instagram. I don't know if you're on threads, the alternate to Twitter. I started that oh. a little bit. It's okay. I'm thinking about it. That might be a little too much for me. Too many, too many things. But um, if you can find him on Facebook, he's you're, you're always sharing pictures too. So those are fun to see. Basically, a whole album of if you want to see pictures from these events, from kind of the front row, some of the backstage stuff. You can, if you can find him on Facebook, he's there. All right, man. Well, good, good talking to you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good one. Best there was, and the best ever was.